Hi friends, Alex here, and I am your host for the You Might As Well podcast. I am a recovering perfectionist and registered nurse pushing 30, who's simply taking the twists and turns of life one nap at a time. I'm here to document the highs, the lows, and everything in between as authentically as possible. Are you looking for a type A bestie to talk shit with? Or maybe you need to hear from someone who's on their own journey so you can realize we're more alike than you think. If that sounds like you, then you might as well keep listening because every Wednesday I'm bringing you relatable ass content. So grab your iced white mocha or your $3 Trader Joe's bottle of Merlot and let's fucking go. Happy Wednesday, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much again for coming back and continuously downloading or listening to my episodes. It really truly means the entire world to me that you take the time out of your day and out of your life to spend time with me here. I don't take it for granted. Today's episode, I really just recorded on a huge whim. I was finished with therapy one day and decided that the message that I had gotten was so real and necessary and like hit me like a truck that I really just needed to give that message to all of you as well and to future me if I should go back and listen to these episodes. These are the things that I don't want to forget. Like These are the things that I want to continuously include in my lifetime as I continue to work on myself and grow. And so I will go ahead and play this episode for you. But since I had recorded it on a whim, I hadn't prepped for it. I hadn't obviously like done any like gratitude affirmation or anything like that. So I will just start with that really quick before I go ahead and let you listen in on that episode. And remember, I do this for you guys so that you, because I already do my gratitude practice every morning, but I'm fully expecting that you're going to be inspired by my gratitude practice. You're going to pause the episode wherever you are. And you're going to say three things that you are grateful for so that you can position yourself in a great way to receive the day coming from a place of gratitude and not from a negative mindset. So this morning I wrote that I am grateful for the creators that I follow on social media that inspire me. I'm grateful for a calm work day yesterday. And I'm grateful for my home and the calm space that I've created that allows me to flourish and just feel safe. The affirmation that I wrote this morning is actually a little bit different than the one that I've been using for the month. And the reason why I wrote that I was grateful for the creators that I follow is because this was actually inspired by Jordan Lee Dooley. I don't know if you guys know who she is, but she is a content creator that I follow on Instagram. She puts out a lot of content about clean beauty products and just clean living in general. And she's very faith-based like me. And I just appreciate her content so much. And the other day she put out a reel with really simple wording, but it hit home so hard that I was like, I need to write this down and remember this. And the wording actually said, stop trying to be fancy. Stop trying to keep up or measure up. Just show up and be faithful where you are with what you have and watch what happens. And so I kind of tweaked that to make it into an affirmation that I could tell myself. So I wrote, I will show up and be faithful where I am with what I have. I don't need to measure up or keep up with the rest of the world. And the reason that I think that that hit home for me so much is because I keep thinking like I need to be in the next phase of my life already. Like I keep thinking like 
it's like I'm running on a treadmill, but I'm not going as fast as I think I should be going, but I don't have the capability yet or like the knowledge to go faster than what I'm doing right now. And so it's kind of like this frustrating stagnation that I've been feeling. And that phrase that she put out really kind of hit me hard in that I realize I need to just learn to be happy and enjoy the now and the present even like and stop trying to focus so much on like where I can be or like what my future might look like because I'm never going to get this time back and like there is room for happiness where I am right in this moment so yeah I hope you will pause this episode right now do this for yourself and then click play and listen in on what I learned in therapy this week Okay, I need to record this episode because I literally just finished therapy and I need to record this before I forget everything that just happened. I haven't prepped for this episode at all. I have no idea what I'm going to say. I just need to basically talk to myself and remind myself, future me, of what I just spoke in therapy about. And hopefully this will help someone else to realize that it's okay to have big feelings. So I have been having really big feelings of inadequacy and worthlessness lately tied specifically around my purpose, my career, my job, my path in life. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to figure it out. And I think a lot of people, for a lot of people, their career and their their career path, it's a big part of people's lives. And so me, you know, always having that, hey, I'm going to be a nurse in my back pocket. I went to nursing school. Yeah, I got my degree. Yeah, I graduated. Yeah, I worked for a hospital. Like always having that nurse in my back pocket was great for me. But now that I'm kind of like questioning whether how bad I want this, you know, that TikTok that's like, or that song that's like, I'm beginning to question just how bad. Yeah, no, I'm not going to sing this for you. But it's kind of like that there's like a big chunk of my life that's just a big question mark. And so I've been having a lot of those feelings lately. I think I've talked about them here on the podcast before. And so I'm just trying to figure them out. You know, point is I'm talking about these feelings in therapy. And my therapist says to me, I feel like you need a good cry sesh. And I did just that. Like instantly, like not even a word was spoken. I just started crying. And then I I unleashed within my cry these really, really heavy thoughts. I'll just go on ahead and, and be super vulnerable and just let them out here so you guys can can hear them. And hopefully if you've ever had thoughts like these, then you know they they happen to others. I said to my therapist that I'm just so tired of like working so hard on myself and trying to get to like this place where I will be okay and I will have like this great mental health, this great physical health, this great home, this great marriage, this great, you know, relationship with friends. And like, I will just be like, great. I will be fine. I won't need therapy anymore. I won't need meds anymore. I won't need to work on myself anymore. And I have always known this logically, but saying it, and this cry sesh somehow hit different. I'm like, I think I told her, like, I'm never going to be okay. Like, I'm always going to have something to work on. And it's exhausting. 
And just letting that out was so therapeutic. And she had this great metaphor about like the way that I process my emotions and cope with heavy thoughts and heavy feelings and and all the, you know, situations that might happen in my life. And she kind of described me as a pressure cooker in which, yeah, I might be like letting things out, like smoke out little by little in the fact that I talk to my friends, I talk to my family, I talk to my husband at nauseating length. I'm always talking about my feelings with people. Like I don't gatekeep. I don't hold anything back. But there is a point where, I mean, that's just like so little. The amount of things that I'm talking about, like the just smoke is so small. The amount of smoke is so small that eventually like I'm going to let out a much larger, more pressurized ball of smoke, right? And I was like telling her, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like that's how I feel. But I also know that I don't hold things in. Like I'm not, you know, she was asking me, she's like, when was the last time that you cried like that? And I was like, I... I can't remember. She's like, you, you haven't cried this week? And I'm like, no, like this week? She was like, well, it worries me if you haven't cried in the last two weeks. And I'm like, two weeks? Like, I haven't cried in months. Like, I don't remember the last time I cried. And that just kind of got us talking about the idea of crying. And I realized that I have sort of a negative connotation surrounding crying in that, you know, it's it's weird because it's almost it's a to- it's what she said is, is like it's a totally subjective way of looking at it but unless i believe that you have a reason to cry i'm kind of like well crying is a weakness you know what i mean but like who dictates what the reason is and if it's warranted for a cry and i guess having that subconscious thought for so long because i don't walk around thinking oh alex don't cry don't cry don't cry like i don't feel the need to cry, but unconsciously, a piece of me is tell is not allowing me to cry. It's not allowing me to like let that out. And crying is so good. Like I literally had this cry just now. Oh, and I always feel better after I cry. I don't know about you, but when I cry, like it's like the initial I need to cry feels like shit. But then when you let it out, finally, there is something so yummy about letting out a good cry. And who said? that crying is bad. Here's the thing. That unconscious thought that crying is bad, I have perpetuated it in situations when I've cried under a professional setting and told myself I shouldn't have cried. That made me look unprofessional. Or in a school setting, if somebody was bullying me and I went to the bathroom and cried and knew that I would come out red-faced and with puffy eyes and thought I shouldn't have cried, now they all know that I was crying. That makes me look weak. Like, All of these little things that I've told myself over the years have gotten me to this place where now unconsciously I'm not allowing myself to cry. What the fuck is that? I hope that if you are listening, you are nothing like me and you have a good cry once a week, every two weeks, because it really is just so good for you. But when you think about it as like a society, like why people are so angry all the time, because my therapist was like asking me, like, where did you get this notion I'm like, I don't know, like society, like society doesn't like it when people cry. Like they, they, especially women, especially women. If you cry as a woman in a public setting, I mean, it's, you're going to get looks of like, wow, she really can't hold her shit together. Wow. That woman's so emotional. Like, you know, wow, she's hormonal. It's just crazy to think about now that I'm realizing that I don't cry enough. And without even realizing that 
I hold things in, I hold things in. Like, I really have been just one of these people who really sits there thinking, oh, I don't hold anything in. Like, it's bad to hold things in. But here I am subconsciously holding things in until I explode and need a good crying sesh. There was really nowhere I was going with this episode. This is probably going to be like the world's quickest episode. I just needed to let this all out quickly before I forgot because I don't want to forget this. I have homework, a couple things, super easy, should only take me like an hour. One, I need to, I need to learn how to accept the fact that I'm never going to be okay. I need to redefine what okay means because okay in my brain is like automatically trying to fit a perfection description of like, I'm always happy. You know, I always have great things that are happening to me. Like that doesn't, that's not realistic. It's incredibly unattainable. So I need to redefine what okay means for me. And in redefining what okay means to me, I need to accept that I'm not going to be okay at times. And then I need to redefine what not being okay means because I think I try to avoid not being okay so much because it's so scary to be sad. It's so scary to be sitting with these heavy ass feelings. But realistically, there is nothing more therapeutic than crying or sitting with those feelings and like learning about yourself and growing from it. So so that's number one, accept and realize that my whole life is going to be like this and it's not a bad thing. Number two, I need to sit with moments in my life where I have cried and been upset with myself for crying and think back to those moments now with hindsight and kind of ask myself if I think now those situations warranted a cry. Because clearly in the past, I told myself it wasn't okay. I think I was a very sensitive child, and I know this. I used to cry for everything at one point. I used to cry when I was happy. I used to cry happy tears. I used to cry when I was mad, when I was frustrated, obviously when I was sad. And so many times, like, I think I was told by teachers or friends or my parents or whatever for different reasons that I needed to kind of have thicker skin and just be a little bit stronger. And I think I need to kind of debunk a little bit of those those statements because I don't I am a highly emotional person and a highly sensitive person and I don't think it's a bad thing. And I think I told myself it's a bad thing and I need to stop telling myself that because emotions are good. We are human. We are bound to feel emotions. Who told us? Who started this stupid narrative that emotions are bad? Like when you end up an emotionless monster, that's how you end up mass shooting a school. I'm sorry for the trigger, but that's just what I'm thinking right now. And number three, I think I need to schedule cry sessions. I don't know that I can force myself to cry, but I think I need to put on my calendar like maybe once every two weeks, like a bath or something with candles where I can just sit with myself and allow myself to cry, you know, like in private with my own in my own space so I can be intimate with myself and, you know, let it out and not feel risk of judgment. But yeah, I really needed today's session. And for those of you who can't afford therapy, I hope this was a session for you. And I hope you're crying right now in the best way. I truly mean it. That's it. Enjoy your cry sesh. I gotta go cry now. Bye. 
so you're still here. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sticking around. I hope you liked that episode. If you did, do me a favor and leave me a review wherever you're listening so that I know I'm not talking to myself. I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.